Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I am all in. With Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, everybody. Hi. Welcome to season two, episode 14. It should have been Lorelei, right? Oof. Oh, man. Oof. Um. Yeah, first of all, let me say hello. It's Scott Patterson. This is I Am. I Am All In podcast, iHeartRadio, 111 Productions. We have Danielle Romo joining us. Hello, Danielle. We have Riley Pelusis. Coming off a huge, huge <laughs> debut. The the after party after the premiere was crazy. We'll get into that. I mean, people yeah. were hanging off the rafters. I mean, it was unbelievable. Amy Sugarman has joined us. Hello, Amy. Uh, yeah, Riley got renewed for a second. She got renewed for a second episode because the first uh, uh, pop culture mini-sode was, uh, <laughs> it was a, a huge success. Huge success. I told her. 40 out of the 50 commenters liked her, so she gets to try again. <laughs> That's 80%. That's You know what? That's pretty darn good. Pretty good. That's pretty darn good. So congratulations, Riley. Uh, Thank you. Hey, we're, uh, we're riding shotgun with you through uh, the peaks and valleys of success. Yeah. We got Thank your you. back, kiddo. Um, the valleys will come. Yeah, you know, but you know, they're not going to feel like valleys. They actually feel like, you know, the best times you're ever going to have because we're all trying to make everybody feel better. Well, um, and I did, I did a lunge at the gym and somebody's like, was that you silly walking? <laughs> <laughs> Do 
really? You're great. getting recognized already? Yeah. Nice. A lunge at the gym. <laughs> now it's Danielle's turn. But do you prefer to be the power behind the throne, the hand? I love being behind you, you, right. the throne. You like being that power, right? I know. I like being behind the scenes. I let Riley do the silly walking, you know? Yeah, no, I know. I know. You know what you're doing. You're just, you know, we're puppets on a string and you're over there. Anyway, um, what an episode. Good Lord. Uh, you know what I loved? Uh, first of all, I think this was the best episode, best written episode, best act. I, I think this was number one for me. This replaces wow. the dinner party. Wow. So far, this had me so deeply engaged every single second. Mm-hmm. I did not I waver. I did not waver. And now I know why. I just figured it out. Um, Tell. Because it was an adult themed show and the kids stuff doesn't interest me that much and i love working i love all these guys i love jared and and matt and milo i love working with them but i tell you that stuff the and it's a cw dictate right look it's Mm -hmm. a younger skewing audience we've got to ramp up the rory stuff we've got to give her some some pretty guys uh get her in a love uh, triangle uh and, and that's not my demo, so I'm not as engaged when that comes on. Guess what the median age is for a CW viewer? Yeah, what is it? 40. 40 or 14? 40. Really? Everyone thinks, yeah, 35, 40. Everyone thinks CW viewers are so much younger. But they're actually like a 35-year-old woman. Huh. Well, then, you know, then the kids stuff still works for them, right? I suppose it'd be interesting to sort of ask around if people like the Lorelai stuff or if they really like the Rory stuff. For me, it's all. I need it all. I I, personally, I could do without it. I still like it and I still love working with those guys. And I think they add a lot to the show. But me personally, as an audience, don't need it. What did you, know, you think of Paris? Because we'll get into the meat, but I just need to know off the top, what did you think of Paris? I think Paris is a very well-established character, and I think whatever I was uh, turned off by actually sort of clicked in for this episode because I knew what to expect, and I found myself kind of rooting for her. You know, I yeah, want, I wanted yeah. her to win. Um and I thought that that boy that was melting down uh, from Hillsdale School that was at Chilton and transferred, I thought, Brad. you know, he deserves to be crushed, for God's sake. I mean, if that's if he's going to pale like that at a high school debate, I mean, buck up, dude. Come on. Um, I always ultimately feel sorry for Paris. Like, just when you're like, she's so irritating and nuts, then you see, like, she really just wanted to hang out with Rory after. She just wants a friend. Yeah, she's not gonna. With. She's not. She's not gonna have any friends. Like she doesn't that's, have that's family gonna, there, and that's Rory gonna, has yeah. everybody there. Yeah, yeah. So well, ultimately, I always kind of feel bad for her, but she is irritating. Like she is a hint irritating. But she, I, I didn't find her irritating in this episode. I found her with a real purpose, and wow. I, I relate to people that want to win and want to win badly, because yeah. that's how, that's how I used to be. You've, you've come around. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think I have come around a little bit to Paris because 
God, I think uh, maybe I I was reacting uh, so strongly uh, in a negative way because I just related to her too much. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> you know, I decided to go. I, I decided to put myself on the couch and uh, <laughs> and you know have a clubhouse <laughs> meeting with myself and 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 really think about yeah. it. You know, like why am I having this yeah. adverse reaction to Paris? And I, and I realized it's because I I'm a lot like her. I used to be a lot like that. She's yeah. much more complicated than just being nuts. Yeah. And it's not fair of me to, to, to apply those labels to her. But the behavior is screaming out for some assistance, for sure. Yes, yes. Um, but I do have a little more empathy for her now because I was her. So there you I go. I like it. I mean, yeah, I used I mean, to I, I, really, really push, push, push people and really want to win. And it, it was all, it was just all about winning. And that does come. And maybe we'll talk to the psychologist about this. But that does come from a deficit on the family side. Yeah. We should do another therapy session like we did before. You've healed a lot. So you mm -hmm. don't have as much growing to do, but I think she could still uh, help everybody sort of come to understand Paris. Yeah. I think one of the very positive things about her, she, she does what it takes to win, leaves no stone unturned. I do think uh, perfectionism like that is, is really just, uh, you know, anxiety run amok. Um, and to be around that can be really annoying. But if you're in a debate, you do want to win. You do want to talk fast. You do want to crush the opposition. You don't want to give them a chance to get up off the mat and that's how you want to debate. So here's a little segue for you mm -hmm. because as I'm thinking about Paris, like Paris is a little bit about Paris. Mm -hmm. You know, she's always sort of fighting for herself. Got to win, got to win. Like you said to me, what was not shocking because we've known it was the true flaw we saw in Lorelai at the end of this episode. <sighs> Man, that was just a knockout punch, wasn't it? Yeah, My because God. I know we'll go out of order, so we need to get to it. But mm -hmm. I had to agree with Christopher. It was heartbreaking for me because now I see and I'm listen, I'm not watching this as Luke anymore. I'm watching this as a fan now. OK, and um, not that Luke wasn't a fan of the show. Luke wasn't aware of the show. He's in the show. He's not aware of the show. So meta. We'd like to ask you a question as Luke. Did you go home and watch it? Well, I was, I was in the show. I wasn't aware of the show. It's a different. There's no episode. It's to not. Watch. It's a I different reality. <laughs> it's like I'm a hologram. What? Who? Me? Um, I was a little taken aback by that. I thought it, I thought it had a real, real dramatic impact. I mean, it was it, it was unexpected. And mm -hmm. I mean, he was kind of right in that he was also wrong. Um, and it does. And she was also full of of bleep she is full of crap she, i think she, she's trying I, to convince herself but she was still in a mode where she was in pain from the drubbing she took from her mother and i think she was reaching out to christopher for an answer to to somebody please comfort me somehow and this is how i'm going to try to do it and i i, I think all her i think her intentions were pure and i think they were yes, good yes i agree but yes. she, the blind spot she had was that dysfunction with her mother, and it made her say that. It put her in a position to say that and not consider yeah. his feelings. Uh, yeah. She it had was, to figure out some way, like, how do I make peace with this? How do I not make my mother be right, mm -hmm. even though she, I know she's right. right. It's like, okay, I'm going to 
try and twist this and say, well, she was right, but now she's not right. Cause I'm moving on. And it's mm, like, yeah. dude, you love him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think not. I think she wanted Christopher to say, yeah, yeah you're right. I had to go through the, that same feeling, but now that I'm with Sherry, I'm finally over you. Like she yeah. wanted oh, him yeah. to comfort yes. her during that time. That's and what relate. she was seeking. And she, and he did, and he did didn't. not do that. That was, I was heartbroken for her. I really was because I was heartbroken for him as an audience. You know, as an audience, I'm looking at this like, wow, these two are, are good together. They're kind of right. And, and yeah, I mean, again, um, you know, it's a searing pain for a child to see their parents apart. They do want their parents together, no matter what Rory said or how she tried to play it off. You know, um, she's, she was a little bit in denial. She does want her parents together. Of course she does. It is a big deal to her, but she's not going to. You know, she's not like Lorelai in that sense where she's going to, you know, she's wearing her heart on her sleeve necessarily. Um, but, um, you know, I, it was just so sad to see it end like that in, a, in another bitter fight. You well, know? and Christopher's right, although maybe he could have reacted to it differently. I'm not saying him just like blowing up was the, was the best thing to do. But he always loved Lorelai. He wanted to be with Lorelai from the start. She was the one that said no. You know, he would have stayed and raised a baby with her and then, you know, beholden to the parents, whatever. But she knew he didn't have it in him. But she always loved him. He always loved her. And in a sense, he wasn't wrong to interpret what she was saying as blaming him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I get why he was like, screw you. But he, but yeah. he, but he, but he has sounded needy in past episodes when he has called and it always sounds like for him, the door is open to maybe giving it another shot. I'm not, he's not saying that and maybe he is and I've missed it, but, or forgot about it already, my short term memory. But, you know, he always sounds like he's kind of her guy and wa well, still, I, still wants to be her guy and yeah, I'm open to like it. And did it. Not that's that what, long ago. Right. They and like that's, hooked uh, up and did it. Yes. And that's what's so yeah. shocking about that final scene. It's the last I thing I expected to happen. I thought he would show a little more compassion. I thought, yes, but, I agree with you. But I think he saw it as maybe a little bit of manipulation on her part, an attack on him to try to mess up his relationship with uh, Machen mm -hmm. Amy. Right. Well, he said it himself. So she has brought guys around. She was even mm -hmm. engaged. Nailed and then her he on brings Nailed the first girl around yes. Yes. and she's going to act like this. Right. He's kind of like, what the hell, right. dude? Not when I'm happy. Right. And he made that point to her when he picked her up and they were getting into the car. Said, well, you were engaged to Max Medina. You didn't tell me. I wasn't a part of that equation. I wasn't a part. And she said, well, you eventually would have been. It's like, what? Screw you. I mean, I think, yes. I think that's what pissed him off. That's why I'm calling bullshit. Yeah. Because she is not, that it, what she said at the diner, mm -hmm. even though I think she is trying to convince herself, I don't think it was true. I think what she wanted to say was like, mm -hmm. I'm not going to be with this chick. Yes. Right or wrong. Mm -hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. So it's, so it was wrong so she, on I think she multiple was levels. Trying, yeah. 
yeah. And it's like, I get it what she was sort of trying. And I think <sighs> she's trying to convince herself, okay, now that he's with this person, I can move on. But she should have just said it to her bathroom mirror, not him. I think she has, I think she is so much stronger than Christopher. And I think she has matured at a faster rate than Christopher. And she was waiting for Christopher for years to get it together. He never got it together. He always tried something, right? This, this, This is what I do remember about the show. What I do remember about his character is that he was, you know, he'd try something for six months and then leave. He'd go to California, it's a great opportunity, then he'd be back, you know, so on and so forth. So this was his pattern. How, how can she have a life with somebody like that, right? How can she depend on that kind of a guy? She can't. He's bouncing all over the country. He's got this idea. Right. Now he's got six months later, he's got another idea. And it's like, right. at a certain point, you just throw up your hands. Um, but at the same time, mm-hmm. to me, yeah. the only person that she has chemistry with like she has with you, Luke, is Christopher. There's nobody. The only sorry. <laughs> There's nobody. There can be only one. There can totally be only agree. one. But if you were just looking from the outside, the only one that has a close second to Luke is Christopher. No. I see it in their banter. No. I see it in their chemistry. It's Luke's up here. Okay. And mm-hmm. then Christopher's way okay, but then show me where Max is lower than Christopher, right? Mm, gosh, you know what? I don't know. I agree with you, Amy. Thank you. Uh, no, no, no. He I, knew about Leonard. Like he knows her little. Right. You know, <laughs> he knows oh. those things. Correct. I, I right, but I think that's just because he's from the same social class. I mean, he he gets it. And how could you not hear her from the kitchen? By the way, that he knows her. That's the thing. We can debate know. it, but no, no, I, no, like I, know, I know, I know. He's the only other one that really knows her. And I'm not saying she's meant to be with him. I'm just saying he's the only one that has a shot at it other than Luke. You know, Luke did seem like an outsider in this situation, didn't he? He really did. I mean, uh, especially Emily doesn't want Luke around. Lorelai doesn't seem to want Luke around. It's like like he's just the the guy that brings us the coffee. You know, he really felt uh, uh, neutralized and even minimized in this episode, I thought, a little bit. Well, Uh, but remember, it was only last week. So in in Gilmore time, that could have been just a few days ago that you two are having the moment with the the tisket a tasket basket. So, like. That's what I always love too. Is like we didn't even see Jess this week too, and we just had that huge Jess episode. So they just never pound us over the head with things. That's why we are so hooked. Boy, boy, it's you know, it's a very complex, very layered situation. Walking into any kind of a situation with Lorelai, with her history and what she's been through. I mean, if you want to get involved with her romantically, wow. I mean, you're going to have to deal with a lot of baggage. And should we? And- what? Talk about Sherry. Like, should we take a break and talk about Sherry? You want, want to talk about Sherry think, a little bit? I want to know what you all think of Sherry. All right, we're going to take a little pause here. And uh, when we come back, we'll talk about Sherry, the lovely and talented Mansion Amick. All right, we'll be back after these words. Shout out to AstroPro for sponsoring this episode and providing free samples. It's springtime, and that means allergies. Mine have been throwing me off, and I need something that works fast. That's where Astapro comes in. It's the first-of-its-kind nasal allergy spray. 
and it is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter spray you can get. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Plus, it is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. AstroPro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose and sneezing. So if you suffer from allergies like I do, get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with AstroPro. Go to AstroProAllergy.com for a discount so you can AstroPro and go today. Visit A-S-T-E-P-R-O-Allergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Ah, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices, and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plants can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, everybody, we're back. We're going to talk about Sherry, played by Machen Amick, who... um I think was considered uh, uh, to play uh, Lorelai Gilmore originally. Wow. Yes. I think that's, uh, I think that is true. Yeah. And she wasn't available and they kept uh, looking, looking, looking. Um, But yeah, she's, she's something, isn't she on screen? Mm -hmm. Wow. What Mm -hmm. a face. What a, what a talent. What a, just a wow uh, factor there. Um, Right. I mean, she still just works so much. Oh, does. Yeah. She's great. Um, and uh, completely different type of personality from Lorelai. And you know what? I com- you know, if you compare the two, and I think this is one of the things that I, th- I think Lorelai was really afraid at the end of this episode that, gosh, darn it, maybe there's something wrong with me. 
Mm. Maybe I'm, maybe he, I'm just not good enough for him. Maybe I never was. Do you think she is experiencing some self doubt on that level? Because now that she's seen Sherry and Sherry is a completely different animal from her thinks different. Yeah, and, yeah, I mean, yeah. Sherry, Sherry is like one of the most considerate people. And I'm not saying she's as multifaceted uh, or entertaining as Lorelai. She's very successful. She's very successful. Right. She's very, she's kind of corporate. She's very successful. She says yeah. the right thing. She dresses in the right way. She's perfect. It's like, she's this perfect person. Would you say it's the first person that Lorelai has been sort of jealous of? Yeah. She was jealous of her right away. And, uh, um, I mean, that is a fully formed, mature adult woman who has, who's responsible, who wants children, who wants a good man. And I don't know if Christopher's going to make it. <laughs> I mean, will his weaknesses surface eventually? <laughs> That'll be interesting to see. Uh, but that is, I mean, that character, her character, Sherry, is, is a, a substantial person. I mean, that is a, a, a well-bred, well-educated, professional, considerate, courteous. Um, I mean, she was letter perfect on everything, even to the point where she was disarmingly honest about, isn't this awkward? And, you know, I just want you to know there's no pressure on you to be friends with me. Or spend, I mean, it was just like. It what was, did you all think of that scene? I, I thought it was an adult uh, uh, taking the reins. And trying to make things easy for uh, Lorelai, let's acknowledge that it's an awkward situation and let's talk about it. But she she was so direct with it. And I think she's so used to coming from the sales, salesy world where she's she's great at it. If she's the East Coast rep for L'Oreal, for God's sake, she's a heck of a salesperson, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, she knows yeah. how to charm the pants off of anybody. I mean, for God's sake. I mean, they, they only hire the most talented people. And there are people out there like that who can, you know, they can sell ice to an Eskimo. Um, what did you guys think of that scene in the kitchen? I, it's I, hard for me because I feel like I know too much. I, you know what I thought? So, I, I thought Lorelai got into the ring with somebody who had, who had more punching power. She mm -hmm. got into the ring with an adult. I mean, a real adult. And it's like, she was outmatched. Yeah. You guys say, and then I'll say, cause I don't want to, I don't know if, other things are clouding my opinion. Go ahead. Yeah. I appreciated where Sherry was going, like trying to be quote unquote cool. But I thought she, she, she like tried going too much. Like she just kept repeating herself and repeating herself. We don't need to be friends. I just want to be cool with Rory. You know, it's just like, it was too much. I don't know. One time was to say that was great, and then it, she just lost me after the fifth time you, saying you, it. You can only imagine what Christopher said behind Lorelai's back to Sherry about her personality. And it's like, you you know, you're walking into a bunch of landmines. Be careful. She's a little off center. Um, she may <laughs> yeah. be crazy. Uh, she'll say anything at any time. She's got a, she's an extremely smart, very complex person, you know. So it's like this, this disconnect where Lorelai thinks that she's got some kind of relationship or, or even chance with Christopher. And he's like, man, I finally found somebody that isn't nuts. You know, See, or, I think Sherry seemed nuts. Yeah. And what One I thing, don't know is if it's because of something I know and everyone listening is probably with me on this. 
So, but mm. you guys aren't. She seemed nuts. Yeah, I'm with you. And it's my first time watching it. One thing I did want to say, back to what you were saying, Scott, about how you felt that Lorelai was a little jealous. I... I don't think she was a little jealous, but I think she had this realization that Christopher's going somewhere like he is going places. He has this superstar girlfriend like things are panning out for him. And I think she kind of had this realization that where am I going? What's what what am I adding to my life? Like what's what's going on? And she's not where he is. Hence, and he's kind of hence she's breaking jealous. through. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. All right. I guess jealous of the situation, but not so much jealous of Sherry. Oh, sure. She was. Are you I kidding? Think was, you think so? Oh I God. She looked great. I mean, she looked letter perfect. Perfect. She looked like she, I mean, she just looked like a really classy woman. I agree with you. And beautiful. She's a, she's Absolutely little, gorgeous. She seemed a little nuts. What do you mean? Defo- Wait a minute. Come on. Nuts. What are you talking about? What pushy? She was too pushy. Yes. She was being a little aggressive, and so therefore she's nuts. I don't it's know. It's not aggressive because it's like she. It, you're right, aggressive, but she's not like aggressive about it. It's like she's a little too ass kissy to Rory. She's a little too hashtag trying too hard, which I, I get because if you're in that position, that is a super difficult position mm-hmm. to navigate. But if you, but if Christopher prepped her about what she was really walking into. And of course she's going to be disarmingly charming and actually aggressive about it just to diffuse any potential uh, situation that could arise because, you know, the wild card is what is Lorelai, how's Lorelai going to react? What's she going to say? I mean, there was a moment there on a couch when Lorelai had a couple of quippy, very funny things. And, and Sherry just looked at her and said, excuse me? She doesn't quite get it. She doesn't get right. She doesn't get, you know, look, Rory summed her up really well at breakfast. Like she drives the speed limit and uses her blinker. Mm -hmm. I'll say it like this. Cause I don't want to ruin too much. She's not an artist. In other words, she's not fun. Like Lorelai is, but she's very mom like. Right. I think that also makes Lorelai think, well, if this is Christopher's type, I'm I not Christopher's type because I'm completely different right. than Sherry. Right. Exactly. It puts her in right, a, yeah. it puts her in a very precarious position psychologically speaking, because she just never imagined that she wasn't even being considered all those years. You know what I'm saying? And and why was Christopher sleeping with me? And why was he you know, mm-hmm. Lorelai's just confused. I think it was just all out of confusion. Uh, and then he drops the hammer on her like that. Man, what a moment to have. For, for I felt really bad for her. You know, I'm not sure Sherry is Christopher's type. I think Christopher thinks he needs to have a girl like Sherry. I think Sherry's yeah. a lot like Emily, which is kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, that's not a that's not a crazy. She's thing. more like Emily that she uh, than she is Lorelai. And look, Lorelai is. You know, she has the personality of an artist and, um, you know, a free spirit, a a rebel, a maverick, a loner, uh, you know, but she's so artistic in everything. You know, her life is like this, this work of art that's in progress and she's adding colors and she's being entertaining and vibrant. Yeah. She's, she really is a live wire. She's very, very compelling. And I, 
Yes. I, I don't think she's crazy. I just think that she's, she just found herself wanting more as a kid and it wasn't that life. And I just think, I just think she could yes. write a novel or she could paint or she could write poetry. Okay. I just, she's got such poetry inside her. She's got I such totally with you. artistic expression and, 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 and subtleties inside her. You know, she's, so here's, she's so literate and, you know. Yes. So here's the question. She's an this artist. is what I want to know. And you really need to be Scott. Like you've got to be the ultimate Scott. Although it's, I know it's hard for you to like separate fully from Luke. <laughs> if you had to date, so you're Scott, you're not Luke. And yeah. Danielle and Riley, this question is for you too. You have to date Scott, either Lorelai or Sherry. And Danielle and Riley, you have to be best friends with Lorelai or Sherry. Only one. Who are you picking? Oh. I mean, friends, Lorelai. 100%. Yeah, me too. Want to have fun. Yeah, you want to have a lot of laughs. Because you can banter, you know? And it would be, it's just fun to engage right. that. You know, as perfect as Sherry is, mm -hmm. she's not Lorelai. And vice versa. You know. Yeah. I, yeah. Right. I, I, I think after a while, uh, anybody can get on your nerves. It's just like, how, how long would it take for Sherry to get on your nerves? Being not so, too long. so letter perfect, long. right? She's not so letter perfect. Her approach in life. She's and already on my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> marked for death <laughs> and I don't know if it's because I am <sighs> such a fan of Lorelai like I want to be Lorelai to me mm -hmm. like I want to be Lorelai I love everything about Lorelai I love the way she is with men I love mm -hmm. the way she is with friends I love everything about her and yeah like I would say Sherry is probably the first character that I don't love I was a little surprised that she agreed so quickly to let her uh, skip Friday night dinner and go out with Sherry. I mean, that was a little inappropriate. I thought, I thought it was a little pushy and it was a little abrupt and like, well, let's talk about it next time. But, sh but there's Sherry, the expert salesperson, just selling her side. And it's such a rare opportunity. We're never down this way, you know? So I, I, can you just make it happen for me? You know what I mean? She got the oh, sale. God, this is so complicated for me yeah. because I also love Christopher. I love, look, Luke is my guy. You know that. Like I have a total crush on Luke. It's embarrassing when I watch it. I'm like, I, I am able to separate Scott from Luke because I am like hot for Luke. And I know that's creepy, but I am. No, it's why but is it then, creepy? It's not creepy. Well, because it, you're still you. So it's the like, guy yeah, who played Luke is fascinating. Of course but, you're smitten. But I love Christopher. Right. I love everything about Christopher. Right. There's one fashion moment that I didn't like, which I'll reveal at the end. But I love Christopher. I love the way he banters. I love the, I love that Richard and Emily adore him. I love everything about Christopher. So maybe that's also why I don't like Sherry. Because I don't want Sherry with Christopher. I don't. I'm going to say it right now. I don't want her with him at all. And I didn't like it when he had her before we saw her and i and i i don't want it yeah. but he I can't don't. handle lorelei he will never be able to handle lorelei he can't he needs sherry he needs sherry he's yeah, he's the unstable one he needs a stable adult woman to guide him 
That's exactly, he needs a mommy. And that's, that's exactly what he got. That's what he needs. They aren't equals in my opinion, from what I have seen. Personality wise. I I don't know. She's, she's a no for me. She's, she's, but she's making him grow up. She's forcing him to grow up and it doesn't seem natural for us to see Christopher that way. I mean, he's really got it together. He's dressed really sharp. He's looking good. He's saying all the right things. He's being cool, right? That's yeah, all I look, intentional. I like Volvo motorcycle Christopher. Right. I, I'm He's not changing. That, She's yeah, affecting these changes. I'm not going to be sad if she does. I'm just saying. Lorelai needs a guy that's just going to allow her to be her. Well, not yeah, get in her it's way. Luke. It's obviously Luke, but we have to be patient. Lorelai is 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 grounded in who she is. She's very comfortable in her own skin. She's she, there's not a lot of self doubt in her life. I mean, she's already sort of gazed at her navel for you know ten thousand hours and contemplated undazed her fate, right? And how she got there. I mean, she's a she's a you know she's a she's a, a self self-analytical person. She's highly intelligent. She, she, Christopher cannot hang with her and he never could. It doesn't matter how he, He no, but it's so far off. And (laughs) look, I'm not saying Luke's a perfect guy. I'm not, this is not me advocating for Luke. I'm just saying that she needs somebody to let her be herself. Okay. So let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Max or And there aren't a lot of guys out there like that. Max or Christopher. Forget Luke again. There is no Luke. Who do you think was better or is better for Lorelai, Max or Christopher? Max. Those are the yeah, Max. Oh, I disagree. Yeah. Oh, no, because no. Max. No, I don't know. I loved Max, but no, Christopher is, is way more for her. You think Agreed. so? No, I don't know. So I have a seriously hot topic I want to talk about. But first, how heck of funny was it when they were trying to get a look-see at Sherry. <laughs> the tissue. Melissa Mc- yeah, Melissa, Melissa, the Melissa was very funny. I, th- I thought the I thought the way she held her hand out and dropped the tissue was a little obvious because if Sherry saw it, it would be like, okay, she's checking me out. Melissa <laughs> McCarthy. <laughs> I wanted I to rethink that choice. She was so genius in this episode. Oh, she, uh, Melissa, yeah, it's the first time I laughed in the episode was when Melissa said that, what, what, the first line she said? Oh, I forget. Anyway. Oh, you have a very smooth dress. Right. That's my favorite line. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Okay, uh, do you want my hot topic now? Or like, do you want to go to commercial and then I'll tell it to you? No, let's go to commercial. All right, we'll be back after these words, ladies and gents. Ah, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices, and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plants can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. 
Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. All right, everybody, we're back. Amy's got a hot topic. She's going to share it with us. We have been waiting yes. with bated breath. What is it? So Amy? this is not it. But also, did anyone notice... How does Lorelai always get such amazing parking at Chilton? Like, I don't buy it. Why is that Jeep always literally parked right in front of Because it's not a parking space and she's parking there illegally. Oh, she's just making it a space. Yes, because she's Lorelai and she's- It's a good- She's going to park anywhere she wants. See what I mean? That's her personality. I'm going to park anywhere I want. I hope I find a guy that lets me park anywhere I want. (laughs) My hot topic for you. God. I need y'all to discuss this. Emily. What do we make of her meltdown? Was it so like, yes, it was totally over the top, but what do you make of it? Break it down. I need to know what everyone thinks. Emily is on her track. She wants what she wants. She's disappointed. She's holding out hope for all these years, 15 years. She can't make adjustments. People that age just do not make those kinds of adjustments. Um, A mother, maybe it doesn't even have anything to do with age. It's just, you know, her heart wants her daughter. Emily's definition of success is raising a daughter that ends up with a guy, Christopher, and uh, they have Friday night dinners and they have children and they all go to the country club and they play golf and then they go to Switzerland in the winter for a week of skiing and you know, that they go down to Palm Beach for a week and they, you know what, they hobnob. So it's, if that, I mean, that is the good life. She wants the good life for her daughter because she wants the good life for herself because she can't enjoy her life fully without her daughter involved. That's her daughter. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have it. I mean, Lorelai's an only child, right? So, you know, how you were talking about Rory wanting her parents together. Absolutely. I think more than Rory 
Emily wants those two together. Exactly. And she is just holding on to every bit of hope that it can happen. Yeah. Emily doesn't see that those two are not suited for one another, that it was truly, that it was truly a mistake. I apologize for saying, but she lost her Mm -hmm. when she realized what the F Mm -hmm. he's got another girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And it's like her dream was like slipping away from her in front of her eyes and she lost it. Yeah. I don't, I don't blame her first. It was the, 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 the lack of courtesy for not calling her and telling her about Rory, not attending. Um, it's, it's just another example of, Ro- yeah, of, of Lorelai. Keep- yeah, she did. She cared that her daughter cared. deceptively behind her back, changed plans, didn't consult her and didn't. If Christopher didn't have a girlfriend. She wouldn't have cared. She cared only once she realized she would have cared. What? She wouldn't have cared that much, but she would have cared. She was pissed because she doesn't want Rory with this woman. Yeah. For two reasons. Yeah. Yeah. One, it's shattering her dream of Christopher and Lorelai being together. And two, she doesn't want this woman having anything to do with her granddaughter. Look, Sherry's not stupid. She got warned. She knew what she was walking into. She knew she had to get, as Emily said, her claws into Rory fast because Rory's the key to this. Right. And she wanted to and and she executed She's Sherry's just trying to survive because she wants that man. She yeah. wants Christopher. She really does. That might be a step up for her, right? In class. Never know. Hmm. Right? Ever think of that? You know, Christopher's cute. I mean, Christopher sweet, Christopher like- comes from real money, doesn't he? That fact doesn't yeah. change because he's, you know, a little bit of a loser, right? He's not a loser. <laughs> because because <laughs> Sherry came into his life. Right. And, cha- and no, change and point. listen, the right woman really changes your perspective on things and can really, you know, can really, really make your life happen. You know, uh, it's, it's hugely important to have a healthy, happy relationship. And if you're, how did Emily's meltdown land on you guys? I think, I think honestly, it may have been triggering for Emily because she thought of Lorelai and Mia. Maybe she was thinking Rory would go with Sherry and like Lorelai would oh. lose Rory. Like she maybe thought it was like history repeating itself of oh. Lorelai maybe losing Rory to Sherry. It's, it's not a terrible mm-hmm. like observation. Yeah. And she did say the next thing you know, I'll never see Rory again. Yeah. I mean, the real key to this yeah. is, is, is seeing Rory. She wants to see her granddaughter. I had two theories so that you hit the nail on the head. Um, she is finally close with Rory and now she doesn't want another woman getting in the way, Uh you know, like stealing that time, stealing that attention, hanging out with her. Like she wants that with Rory and she feels threatened a little bit. Listen, she's a hundred percent justified in getting pissed at Lorelai for that. That is her time. She made a deal. I'm paying for your daughter's school. It's probably 50, 40,000 bucks, 50,000 bucks a year. Plus, plus, Right. So right. we're talking 75 because you know they're going to donate money to make sure Rory gets into Harvard. You or can whatever. be at 100 easily. Yeah, you can be at 100 very easily, even back then. So, yeah. uh, you know, that is her time. You're right, Danielle. That is her time that she paid for, that she deserves, that she earned. And how dare somebody just rip Rory away from her for some strange woman that's after Christmas. I mean, it was just like, yeah, that's wow. the ticket. It's yeah. 
Emily would not have been mad if Rory had a school thing. No. Or was with Paris. She, she would have liked she wouldn't have liked it, but she wouldn't have melted down. I think she would down. have cared. I think if there was a school dance, she would have been fine with it. She doesn't want Rory with this other woman. She right. doesn't want Christopher this with this other woman. And she doesn't want Lorelai allowing this. Like right. Lorelai she doesn't want Lorelai to be so blind she doesn't even see what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, first of all, it was hilarious the the slow build to the meltdown when she's like, uh, I'd hold off on buying a place with this woman. Right. <laughs> they have lots of mold. You know, then those spores <laughs> right. kill you very oh. slowly. <laughs> Do you find uh. it surprising? How much Richard and Emily love Christopher? No, not at all. I mean, it's the, it's in their minds, it's the best thing for Rory. And it's the, probably, the, it's, yeah. it's the only way to keep Lorelai on the straight and narrow, right? And he's, Richard he's is their, just yeah. waiting, waiting to help Christopher, waiting to get him into the family so that he can get him in the insurance business at a higher level than he would normally go in and be, and, Richard would would have guaranteed Christopher be successful in that field and give Lorelai the and they go to the country club together they play golf together he he and he likes Christopher he really likes him so yeah call him son call yeah. him son yes yeah he's he's their breed mm-hmm. you know yes he is of the manner born and uh wow what a good episode. It really was. And, oh. you know, we haven't even got to the funny stuff. I mean, <clears throat> it was it was the most deliciously funny, smart stuff. Bagel hockey. Oh, God. <laughs> Michelle running around the Michelle park. Michelle hitting the home run. Running the around. The CD drop oh, was the, epic. The what? The what? The CD drop. Yeah, they the borrowed it from a film, right? I mean, I oh love it when God. they do that uh, and they take these iconic film scenes and they put them in the show. I mean, it's it really is an homage. It's not stealing. Um, and Kirk. Oh God! <laughs> I mean, that, that was. But can we talk? So wait a minute. Can we talk about how flipping crazy Mrs. Kim is? She doubles down. I mean, after that impactful scene with her daughter, right. realizing, I mean, she didn't. She didn't even have a moment of reflection. Thing. Maybe I'm. I need to pull back on this stuff yeah, a little school. bit. As she doubles down and punishes her and grounds her for how long? Pulled her out of school. And is playing records of Psalms. I mean, what what is happening? That woman is out of her, off her gourd. What was the first thing that came into your mind when Lane says, like, her mom mentioned she was contagious? All of a sudden, I was like, she has coronavirus. Yeah. Well, that was 2002. <laughs> 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, but, what about the debate topic? You know, I'm, oh wor- I'm worried about Lane. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but I'm, and I know nothing really bad can happen in the future, but you know, these are the kinds of kids that sort of contemplate taking their own lives, not to get yeah, heavy. Not, yeah, no. But I, I mean, if yeah. you have a, a, a parent like that, who's that oppressive, I mean, my God. It it, wor- it really worries me, and uh, I you know I know nothing bad is going to happen, but that's the form that's the recipe right there for yeah. disaster. Not not yeah, I think that you are being very accurate about that. That like because this is a comedy drama, right. and that's the comedy part, we can make light of it. But like in the real world, yeah, that's I a different movie. In, as yeah. an independent film, that relationship right there, that's a very heavy. Yeah, movie. That's a taxing, having, uh, uh, mining these, um, plumbing these emotional depths. 
in this show, it's comedic relief. Like, mm-hmm. did I say that? Comedic relief? Yeah. Com- comic relief. Comic relief. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Because I'm not making light of what you just said. Like, you're accurate. In a different circumstance, that would be a little bit, you know, she's literally trapped in her room. It's yeah. very strange. Yeah, yeah, it's very strange. I mean, uh, Mrs. Kim doubled down on the punishment instead of saying, oh, I screwed up and had a moment of, uh, of, of real honesty with herself. Like I, this, I did this to my daughter and I, I screwed my daughter up and I screwed myself up and Henry Cho was gone. And so she, Speaking pun- of unbelievable the debate topic. What a very serious debate. Right. Oh my like, God. Well, debating assisted suicide. Like, right. Right. I don't know. I would have been sweating like that kid. That was a good line when, oh it, when when Paris said, and we're pro, and, you know, the, the kid that was melting oh, down yeah. says, shocker. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. You know, yeah, I, I thought the quippy, funny lines were so beautifully set up in this episode because the drama, the, the drama was so heightened in this episode. Everything was so taut. That those yeah. jokes really, yeah. really resonated. And I mean, then they're and, running around cleaning, cleaning the house, throwing oh the clothes in. Yes. Like, do you have anything to serve them? You have to serve people things. We have the leftover Halloween candy. We don't want to waste that on them. <laughs> and, then, and then it was out. Did you guys see that it was out? And yeah. they're eating like the lolly and, and the and apple she, juice. And Sherry didn't want anything. Yeah. Sherry didn't the want the candy. Like, it even has like an okay date on it. Okay, what else before we wrap this? What what else? What else? Okay, here's my question. Okay. Should it have been Lorelai? So that's the title of the episode. It should have been Lorelai. Yes, it should and have been even- Lorelai, but then there wouldn't have been a show. It would have been a really boring major <laughs> network sort of drama or something that was so light in the ass that nobody could watch it that would probably have been a big hit. It would be, you know, you know what I mean? What would it have been? It would have been called uh, you know, I don't know. Would have been called the Gilmores or something like that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Opening scene would be at the 18th hole. Oh, Richard, you know, I owe you another hundred grand on that one. Nice putt, pal. You know, how's Lorelai doing? She's fantastic. You, you know, it would have been that show, right? It would not have been a quirky mother-daughter dramedy. It would not have been as delightful and charming as this show. So no, it it should not have been Lorelai. That's the point of Gilmore Girls. I was just about to say that. I vote it shouldn't have been Lorelai. And the reason why I vote that way is I think they're great young love story. Like I love that story. And I just, I don't think I see them in their forties. I think it was young love. They had a baby and they get each other and they get all their, you know, little little things about them and they know each other more than anyone else, like childhood friends do, Mm -hmm. but that's where it ends. Yeah. That's where it ends. It's almost too familiar, right? It's too familiar. There's a big, big world out there full of real interesting people. And, you know, he's, you know, the show should have been called, uh, um, should should have been Christopher and no, it should not have been. (laughs) It's kind of an insult to Lorelai. Yeah, I, th- I think you say yes. I, I think on- you say yes to Lorelai, you know, 99.9% of the time, but you say no to Christopher about the same same amount of times. I think, uh, <laughs> I think my take on it is it should have been Lorelai. My response is too soon to tell. I don't think so. 
I, th- I think the jury's in. O'Reilly, jury's you in. You have the final vote. I agree with Danielle on this one. Oh, three to one against I the do. Sugar I'm Shack. Sorry. <laughs> Amy Sugar Shack opening in Pacoima. Not to turn. <laughs> we can still be best friends. Best friends. Yeah. You know? But things Best friends co parenting. Just, you know, the the relationship had its moment. Amy leads with her heart. Don't fault her for that. She leads with her heart. But, yeah, I'm staying strong on it. To be continued. What's y'all's favorite lines? What's y'all's favorite lines? <laughs> Amy's mad. She's like, whatever, guys. <laughs> uh, favorite lines. Amy, what's your favorite line? By Leonard. I mean, I really actually, yeah. that yes. tickled me. But there were a lot of them. And, you know, just one of those weird lulls happens occasionally. Right. I was in there on that one, too. Right. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't speak geek. Right. 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 Uh, outer limits. <laughs> uh, Riley, favorite line. I love when Lorelai was talking about her humor and she goes, yeah, it comes and goes. You'll learn to you'll learn to see the signs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Danielle. I stand by you have a very smooth dress. <laughs> smooth dress. Yeah. Suki's line. Um, God, I don't know. Favorite line. There were so many. Yeah, there were. There were so many. I can't even, what was, what was, you know, it's gotta, it's gotta be Michelle. I I thought Michelle showed up and stole the episode. It's like, get away from me, evil girl. girl. Absolutely. Absolutely. I also loved Paris at the door and she's all, can I come in? And Marie's like, yes. And then Lorelai went to the bedroom to see what was going on, and 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 Paris got. Did you fa- give her the milk? Right. <laughs> I don't want to answer that. This <laughs> was by far the most layered, the most intricate, the funniest, the most dramatic, the highest level of drama, the highest level of comedy of any episode I've seen so far. I thought this was the ultimate episode. Um, are they actually going to top this? I mean, is this show this good? Yes, it is. Wow. I'm very I impressed. I am very, I agree. This very, episode's very so impressed. Good. Well, the next episode we're going to get into, number 15, is called Lost and Found. So everybody out there, best fans in the world, please watch that. And we will opine on it uh, soon. Uh, anyway, I want to thank... Uh, uh, Danielle Romo, Riley Pelusis, the newly crowned queen of podcasting <laughs> pop culture, uh, and Amy Sugarman, who is still putting the flames out uh, around her and her own house. Are you okay? I'm not, not 100%. <laughs> 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 Bye, guys. All right, guys. Have a good one. Uh, and everybody stay safe out there. All the best. Don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com. 
Oh, yeah, Gilmore fans, if you're looking for the best cup of coffee in the world, go to my website for my company, scottyp.com, S-C-O-T-T-Y-P.com, scottyp.com. Grade one specialty coffee. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.